0: The Athletic, the new home of football. Welcome so to the Latics United We Stand podcast. I'm Andy Mitten, and I'm in Astana,
1: yes, exactly. in
0: Kazakhstan, North sultan and I'm with Mark Ogden, who's long been a favourite on this podcast. We do these podcasts. with mark in weird locations. We did one well, at Old Trafford for the Chelsea game, a terrible Chelsea game again the end of last season when United seemed to give up on any hopes of getting to the Champions League this season and then we did the second one in Singapore pre-season and Mark was pretty downbeat about United's prospects and I was pretty upbeat about United's prospects, I think on balance he was probably more accurate to be downbeat given where Manchester United are now in the league I still think that Oli is the man and I've spoke today with probably 40 hardcore United fans who've travelled over here and I asked him pretty open-ended questions about the manager. Every single one said disappointed, supported him. And that surprised me, actually. I thought there might be 20% of them saying, "Now we've got to change him now. So, that intrigued me a little bit. Mark, um, how's
2: your trip been to Astana? How have you got here? Um, <coughs> via Istanbul, so it was a overnighter on. I can't remember what day it was now. What day is it today? Thursday. I think it was Tuesday. I got here Wednesday morning. So, um, landed... Wednesday morning, about five minutes ahead of the team and it was, I think it was minus 21 when we landed. Did you see the team? Yeah, they came through about five minutes afterwards, so uh, there was a uh, there was a welcoming committee at the airport. It was... Uh, for you? About, yeah, for me, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Basically, it was about 60 fans, um, locals, and people say, oh, well, it's only 60, but it was 60 fans at half past four in the morning in minus 21 degrees. So, um, I thought it was good. There was a bit of... Um, you know, a bit of unfamiliarity with some of the players, but, uh, yeah, it was interesting to arrive in probably the coldest place I've ever been to watch a football match, but the coldest place I've ever been. It's definitely colder than Oldham. So, um, yeah. So, it's colder than, than Oldham,
0: and that, that is saying something. I think you said earlier this will be your 50th country where you have yeah. covered a game. You're at ESPN now, but before that you've worked as a journalist out of Manchester for a long time. 50 countries covering football.
2: Yeah, I know. I mean... Really lucky actually to do that. I mean, I was, I was chatting to one of the lads on the way over to the games. We were just joking about how when I started out, a trip to Barnsley was considered exotic. So, uh, Kazakhstan on a Thursday night, I'm not going to complain about it. I think it's great. You know, we, we are extremely lucky to do what we do. And uh, you should never take it for granted because a, a lot of the you know the United fans who were on that flight had paid a, a lot of good money to come over here. Did the same with Belgrade. And, you know, people take the piss a lot. You know, even out of city fans, it took maybe 32. Shakhtar the Nets, but those 30 fans need should be admired rather than ridiculed because it's not cheap, is it? I mean, I'm lucky that the SPM paid for me to come over here, but I-, I couldn't dream of, you know, paying 500 quid a grand to come to a place like this. But you know, fair play the guys who've come here, it's uh, a brilliant experience and you see it with you know, the United fans and Liverpool fans when you travel, you can see a kind of there's a world of wise wisdom about it I should say that they're, they're not like the dickhead you see maybe with England they're, they've been around and they're, they're respectful of where they go to and I think you never get any kind of sense of atmosphere with United or Liverpool or you know a couple of others I mean I've been with I've been around with Chelsea Arsenal City United and Liverpool are the, are the ones that you get the sense that there's a real sense of pride amongst the fans that they're representing the club and the city and I think you know the fans that are tonight in Kazakhstan will be representing United and they'll be I think they'll be you know making sure it goes off well. It was brilliant in the hotel before where the fans had to pick the tickets up. Just seeing people who you've seen at the match
0: for 30 years and you, you realise that's a sort of the bedrock of the, the match going the hardcore fans. For better or for worse their loyalty is, is incredible and just seeing people I've not seen for 10 20 years, you can't see everyone at every match and a lot of them saw this as a country to tick off. A lot of them have watched United in 20, 30, 40, 45 countries. And they didn't regret coming. It was cold. They'd met friendly people. And
2: so much more than just about watching a game of football to them. Yeah, and I think, you know, United fans would obviously rather be in the Champions League. But, you know, Belgrade was a, was a big trip for a lot of reasons, you know, for the, the Munich thing, the Busby thing and that. I think a lot of fans made a special effort to go to Belgrade. And, um, you know... Is it that bad to have a year in the Europa League when you get some trips like that rather than go to Madrid and Barcelona and Munich? Great cities that they are, but they're almost as familiar as going to Manchester or Birmingham because that's where you go all the time. So, for the fans who do enjoy the travel, then, you know, again, this is a sort of place that you probably never... Well, to be fair, they're going to win the league every year. I see a standard, so they probably be back here seven times and last eight now. But, uh, but, yeah, it's a place that you wouldn't normally come to. So, you know, tick it off and um, move on to the next one.
0: So, the team the Manchester United team how have you made of the season so far rather than just the, the team in Astana yeah the, four wins from the first 13 games yeah
2: um, so this is, this is the bit where you, I've got a negative isn't it um, alright let's
0: try and fit any <laughs> positives from
2: it's, any positives no listen I think um, a month ago it was probably a lot worse than it is yeah. and, you know the there's been a bit of a revival there's more, more than a bit of a revival I think Brandon Williams, I think I really like Williams. I think he's a he's a really good prospect. He's great in Belgrade. Yeah, you know, just going towards goal all the time. Yeah, won the penalty which won the game. Yeah, Manchester a, lad. He's a kid from Harpuray, and that's yeah. you know that isn't a. Well, no, but that that is a tough part of Manchester. And I think you know Luke Shaw's had a really tough time at United over the years. But I think Luke Shaw's just a nice kid from a nice family, from a nice part of London. Yeah, Brandon Williams is a tough kid from a really hard part of Manchester. It's like you need a bit of that. Devil in your team at times, I think. So he's been a positive. I think Twan has been a real positive um, from Rochdale. Yeah, McTominay has been a, a huge positive. And I think all of a sudden you've got you've got a lot of players who um, you know, look like they could have a good future at United. But I think the onus now is on is on United on, on the owners, on Solskjaer as well. I think Aaron never made this point on Monday that if these kids are going to make the grade, they need senior players around them to to bring them on. And you they haven't got any senior players of any of any note because Matic doesn't want to be here. Mata never plays. Ashley Young is in the net of the team. You know, so I think it's, it's a responsibility of the club now to bring in two or three players that are, I'm not saying as Latin style, but somebody who's got leadership who can just be like like Gary said on Sky the weekend that just guide them through the away games because they, they can't play away from home at the minute. They're too open away from home, they're too naive. And yet, but you need senior players to kind of Coached them a bit and just so there are positives, but the negatives are there's not enough experience in the team, and I still look at people like Martial and think, you know, inconsistent. It, is the penny ever going to drop with him? You know, he's a one in ten, isn't it? I think with him, it's, and I, I speak to a lot of
0: people at the club like you do, and they tell me that his main influence is Paul Pogba, <laughs> as opposed to to his manager. And that's yeah. not always a good thing when your main
2: influence is wants to leave the club. Yeah, to be honest, I think Martial's main influences himself. I think, I don't think he's, a, I think he's, he's quite made to be Pog, but I think Martial has always struck me as a kind of very kind of self absorbed player. I don't think he's one that's much of a, a team player. You know, Pog, before, i not say about him being away in Miami and putting all these videos out and being in Dubai on an exercise bike with the skyline behind it doesn't look great. But I've been told that this season, he's, when he's been around the club, he's, he's been a good influence. He's not been a negative force. He's been. He's been as positive as he can be, and he, I think—I mean, I, I think he gets a bit of an unfair rap at times. I'm not his biggest fan, but I think, to be honest to be fair, I think that it's easier to knock him because of the image he projects. It's his own fault, really, but within the club, he's popular. He's—he's he's I mean, polite. Yeah. He's professional. Yeah. He I
0: don't hear any bad stories about him. No. Going on the piss for two days, turning up late—he's he's punctual. People speak of a nice person. I think the concern is more of the advice that he gets.
2: Yeah. and about his agent and, and that probably comes from Ferguson's long time suspicion of, of Rayon. Yeah, definitely that but I think as well he's, he's old enough to make his own decisions now and I think going to Miami and shooting hoops in a basketball court when you've got a, a foot injury it just doesn't look good does it? I mean you just go back to Carrington and working your fitness and stop posting videos. Um, I mean the one in Dubai got me, he was on an exercise bike on this and it was just like... The biggest posy thing you've ever seen in your life that he's got an exercise bike and behind him is the, the Burj Khalifa and all this nonsense. Well, what's he trying to impress? You know, just. You ever seen Rocky in the old days when he used to go back and you know, sweat out in the slums of Philadelphia? The steps of the city yeah. hall. Yeah, he didn't do it on a bike in Dubai, did he at the Burj Khalifa? He just looks a bit, look at me, you know, so sort of classic pop. I've got, I've got.
3: You know, Rocky never existed, he was just a fictional character. Yeah,
2: it's a good image, isn't it? And you spoke about social media videos.
0: Lingard's wound in a lot yeah, yeah. I think he hands him yeah. Yeah. he wasn't in Dubai he was in, he was in Miami
4: yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean
0: yeah. In the summer. He, but he, his stock
2: he is probably ball. as low among United fans as it's been. ever been
0: yeah.
1: yeah
2: and I can see that but he, he shouldn't be really because again he's a kid that's come through the ranks he's I mean, he's 26 now so he's not a kid anymore but I think I, I think he's always had a bit of a you know, all the, I mean right he's used to get it a lot of the old homegrown players have had unfair criticism at times he's mm-hmm. not you know, he's not David Beckham he's not Cristiano Ronaldo but Jesse Lingard has done a decent job for United he's scored a lot of goals he's not he's not in the last year no no he hasn't in the last year and I think you're right that he's allowed his social media persona to or other people have done it for him It's badly another badly advised yeah. man. but you know I don't, I don't know Jesse I, I've never spoke to Jesse at all so I can't really talk about his personality but I think maybe you know maybe that's down to Solskjaer down to McPhail and down to the coaches to actually put it on one side and get more out of him so it's maybe not all on, on Lingard, really. What are the coaches doing? What are the people at the club doing? And if they're
0: doing anything, it's not working, oh, is it? I think Solskjaer had a word with him after the, the post in, in the summer. Um, I don't really know him. told he's a decent lad. Mm. But if he'd done that video after United had won the league, would have got away with it. But yeah. when you've had a terrible end to the season. But one of the more pertinent things you said when we spoke to you last time was about De Gea. Mm. And you talked about his positioning and... Fact
2: that he's not a modern goalkeeper anymore what have you made of, of him this season and he's obviously signed a contract he's around to step I think he's been better because I think he's got a different goalkeeper coach I think um, the guy so this that, is Richard who's yeah, old school I'm told yeah Alvarez was his, was his mate and I think I just think that he was probably too matey with his keeper coach and that may be why one of the reasons why United let him go because it didn't look to me like he was being challenged or pushed or didn't look like he improved like he could not be asked a lot of the time didn't really, you know. But I think now it, it looks more...
0: So going out for lunch with him every day in Hale and
2: Alvarez posting social yeah. medias of them together is a bit too close? I, maybe. I, I, you know, you've got to go out with lunch with people and yeah. I can see them both Spanish, but I just think it's more on the training pitch that was he pushing him hard enough and was he just tailoring his, his coaching to what David likes? Was he not being given a kick up the arse by, you know, Richard Hartz? is he's quite old school, like you're saying. It, it might be too old school, who knows? We'll, we'll, see, we'll see down the line. But I think David has... Um, I think he's kicked on and, yeah, become a bit more vocal and a little bit more like he cares. I'm sure he does care, but he's one of these players that doesn't really project the image of giving too much of a, a toss, really. And I'm sure he does, but he, that's, he just doesn't project the image of giving much of a monkey's... He doesn't speak. No, no. He's mute. Yeah, and for a goalkeeper, you need to speak. But then, I suppose, if, if you've been brought up watching Peter Michael, then you're going to measure every goalkeeper by those impossible standards of communication. And, you know, can you imagine De Gea do to Maguire and Lindelof what Bruce did to, you know, we just it to Bruce and Palace, so it's just a different game but he does need to um, communicate more. I think I think he has made steps you know, he, was, he had a brilliant game at Sheffield United two great saves but I think he can be better and I think he can probably lose a bit more of that laid back attitude a bit and just sharpen up a little bit
0: Maguire is someone you mentioned he's made his debut since we last spoke what have you made of him
2: he's done all right I, you know again I think he's been un- unfortunately he's come to a club where you've got so many great centre-halves to compare him to because he's not he's not a, a, a Vidic or a Stam or a Palace or a Bruce not yet anyway and I, whether he'll ever be I don't know but um he's done you know United needed needed something else didn't they they needed to um st- uh, stiffen up at the back and he's done that but uh, I don't think he's I don't think he's a Van Dyke yet, but um, he's made them better. United defence is better this season, so he's improved them. So I think we should probably just look at that and say, yeah, that's the positive because he's made them better. About Fred? Yeah, I mean, Fred and Pereira at Sheffield United was just—it's uh, just not good enough for Man United. That, that, that midfield, it really isn't. There's nothing there. I mean, I don't know what Fred does. He, he moves the ball sideways. Doesn't tackle. Doesn't really do much. Pereira, for me, he shows his limitations by. Just trying to slide in everywhere and you know be the hard man, I guess. And when players slide on their arse in attack, because it's, ex- it's an example that they're not really in control. And you don't see the great players on the backside, do you? I don't know what he does. Um, so him, him and Fred is not the, the greatest midfield I've ever seen. But the was missing. But again, you can't rely on Scott McTominay. You know. Which areas do you think they need to improve? players do you think they need to get rid of? They need um, I think they need everything through the spine so I think they need a centre forward who, who scores. will scores and leads um, a 27-year-old versus Latam maybe Erling is a guy that they're looking at he's only 19 I think he's 19 um, you know, he's, I've been told he's, he's the right character he's got every, all the credentials but he's 19 so I think you still need a, a more experienced player Jack has been mentioned 32 33, I think you do a good job for 18 months. I think you should make a short term signing sometimes to get where you need to be. Midfield they need a couple of players that again, mid-20s who've been around a bit, who can just ease the pressure on McTominay and give them a bit of a uh, bit of a platform. They, they need another centre half, I think. They've got seven, but they probably need a, another. But I like Twan to be fair, so maybe you could get away with not having a centre half, but I think Is that bias usually from the same part of Manchester, isn't it? <laughs> No, I've just been impressed with him. I just think uh, no, he's, he's looked good. Yeah. Um, I mean, they need improvements everywhere. Um, <coughs> Fullback, I think they need somebody in front of wan because it, he's a good defender, but his distribution is pretty, pretty average at uh, best. So you need a, a right-side midfielder who can, you know, put his qualities to better use because once Wan-Bissaka goes forward, you know it's not it's not Trent Alexander-Arnold, is it? Uh, Left-back, I think they're OK with Williams. It might give Shaw a cut the backside. Um, yeah, and just you know, they've not signed a winger for God knows how long. But um, just people who work hard up front. I mentioned the two other signings. What about Dan James, the third yeah. signing or something? He's done brilliant, hasn't yeah. he? He's been a, he's been a real surprise, and I think um, he's impressed everybody. And I think I think with Dan, he does need to be rested a bit. I think he's playing a lot of games, and I think there's a danger that he plays, he gets to March and hits the wall. But the only thing with him I worry about is that pace is obviously his main asset and if he gets an injury pulls a hamstring what has he got if he loses a little bit of pace he'll, like the Michael Owen thing once your, your best asset goes but he's still got it so let's, let's look at a positive um, let's talk about Jadon Sancho but I'm not sure the priority at the minute is an attacking winger you know, he'd make United better but they have got areas that they need to strengthen more priority wise midfield and at the back so um, I just think proper centre forward would make Rashford so much better lane play on the left might give Martial a kick at the backside on Mason Greenwood it's just you know the key um, you know, I'm not using Canton as a direct example where he he unlocked a lot of things back in 92-93 maybe he a better player what have you a Cantona Abramovich type Abramovich type figure who would make plays better is what we need but I know that they're not going around hanging off uh, trees in, uh, in Stratford we talked
0: about Lindelof Disappointing, and hopefully, two hands of you will be the lad who comes through, and they'll be looking at other options as well. There's a lad doing the best defender in Italy at the moment is, is
2: a lad from Kent, Chris Smalling at uh, Roma. Yeah. Well, maybe he just needed a change, you know, maybe yeah, he needed did. to get out of you know, the club. And I think it's a good, good new change, good environment for him. So, I think I think there was also an element of having to not split him and Jones up because they were never a problem, but I just think that neither were particularly strong leaders, they both kind of allowed each other to, you know, give them the lead a little bit of time, so but maybe they the wrong one go, they should have let Smalling stay and maybe Jones go because I think Jones there was, is... There was no interest in Jones, they wanted Smalling. True, I don't think, I've not just been Roma for Jones, but there was interest in Jones from within the Premier League, but yeah. um, no, I think his performance at Sheffield United just showed that he needed to change as well. I mean, that, for that goal, well, he that was just a basic kick it into the stand. Can you and, see Oli... Being
4: manager
2: at the start of next season? Um, I think it's 50-50. I think there's definitely an appetite within the club for it to work. I think people really want it to work and I don't get a sense of people planning now to replace him but, you know, he's, he's got a tough job on Ollie, I think the, the club needed to change the squad around a bit but I think if they finish outside the top seven, don't get into Europe, it's Man United, isn't it? I mean, how if you start accepting the 8th and 10th finish it doesn't really bode well for the future so I think he's probably been given an impossible job but if he does go in the summer whoever comes in will inherit a much better club than the last two three managers have because you could even say he's done the dirty work for the next guy whoever that may be he might he, you know, he might he might turn it around and emerge to the storm but I, I just don't think he's got the time to bridge the gap I think I just think he'll. I mean, it may fall short, but his legacy will be. I'd imagine that this young team of bright players that you know have, have got a future. At the club and his legacy will also be getting rid of some of the, the deadwood that they didn't really need. Pochettino
0: became available from Tottenham last week. If we would have wound back a year and that would have happened, I'm almost certain he would have replaced. Yeah, Jose Mourinho. Timing is obviously important in football. and life.
2: Yeah. Um. You know, what was he? <laughs> Has his moment passed? I don't know. Maybe i been a bit harsh there, but I think that Jose got to Tottenham is the perfect appointment for Tottenham right now—the right guy at the right time, just to give them a bit of a winning mentality, a bit of toughness to, to take them over the line in big games. Pochettino took a young team to a certain level. Do United want to point to the same thing? United? Or do they want to point someone that will make them win? And, and I'm I'm not sure that Pochettino, as good as he is is the guy to take them over the line and be the winners. so maybe always doing the job that he was doing at Tottenham but I don't know I think Poch is uh, he's a bit of a, a bit of a media darling isn't it and I do like him I, you know, I've been in, in press conferences with him and he's, he's engaging but look at his record and what he's won nothing um, and why did the Tottenham team not break through that glass ceiling which they could have done? So, and so the way he talks about the domestic cups FA Cup League Cup didn't matter well, they do matter if, if, you, if you discount them you've got to win the league or the Premier or the Champions League and you make it very hard for yourself so I don't know maybe there's somebody else out there I think you know there's, there's a lot of emerging coaches well there's not a lot but there are some emerging coaches Nagelsmann at uh, Leipzig the guy at uh, Ajax you know, so maybe uh, we don't know the next guy Ajax who when I went to watch
0: Ajax in March and spoke to their journalists before the game said it's 50-50 wherever he keeps his job for this month yeah. and then beat Real Madrid away and everything just changes. A bit
2: like Fergie back in the day. A bit
0: like Fergie back in the day. Um, the Manchester derby's coming up at yeah. City. You watch City a lot more than I do. Um,
2: they seem to be have their own slight issues. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, injuries have been a big part, let's be honest. I mean, they've lost Laporte, who was their best defender last season. Aguero's injured again. Um, De Bruyne's not quite back to where he was. They should have replaced... Company in the summer they didn't do so um, they've fallen back. I mean, I think to be honest, Liverpool have made such an amazing start that if you take that start out of the equation, that City will still be in touch. But I mean, they've got a lot to do to catch up. But I do think that they will still be strong favourites in the Derby. They're a much better team than the United, much better, much better squad, much more complete. So I think it'd be foolish to uh, say that City are on the decline or City are kind of you know hitting a, a crossroads. I just think they've had. <coughs> Bad looking, like say, injuries. He slipped up and not bringing the right people in, and Liverpool have blown everybody away. So, but but for that, you're still back to it to win the league. But I just think I think nine points is now massive, isn't it? Thank you for your time. I'm going to
0: speak to some fans. We've made the journey out to Astana, and obviously see a young Manchester United team win. Yeah,
2: and not freezing the big stage, and that's not a cliche, but uh, it might well be tonight. It's absolutely freezing outside.
0: Tell us what work you've got coming up so
2: readers can watch out. Um, yeah, I'm doing a piece next few days about Man United's uh, decade, or certainly post-fergus. It's actually made it interesting reading because it's, uh, it's not been particularly enjoyable. It's the last derby of the decade. I think even the most ardent United fans would say that it's been City's decade in Manchester. You can have the trophies or whatever, but you know they haven't finished above City since, what, 2013? I mean, growing up, I would never imagine that to be the case, but City are the. The dominant force in Manchester, whether United fans like it or not, and yeah. Liverpool might be the dominant force in the country at the end of the season. So it's been the clock, Shit. yeah, Shit. The, the, the clock's back to 1989, isn't it? So, um, almost so, um, yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna go to Salzburg a week on Tuesday. Liverpool might get knocked out by Salzburg, which will be interesting. Erling Haaland scores the goal that knocks Liverpool out of the Champions League and ends up at Old Trafford. I suppose that's the that's the dream scenario for a lot of fans this Christmas, but maybe that's wishful thinking. Thanks for your time out. Cheers, Paul.
0: How does the offer of free beer sound to you? As a loyal listener of United We Stand, we'd like to reward you with just that free beer. Thanks to our friends at beer52.com, you have the opportunity to sip eight free exclusive craft beers from around the world. All you need to do is go to www.beer52.com forward slash stand, S-T-A-N-D, and cover just £4.95 for postage. What's more, United We Stand listeners get two extra free beers. So that's a total of 10 free beers. Claim this before the 17th of December to guarantee they arrive in time for Christmas. Beer 52 are beer pioneers. They traverse the globe to find the best and most interesting beer from the greatest small batch breweries planet Earth has to offer. No surprise then that they're the most popular craft beer discovery club. Each month, Beer52 deliver a case with a different theme. Themes have included Germany, Korea, Norway, South Africa, California, Finland and many more. But they haven't forgotten their roots. As an independent UK company, Beer52 are also passionate about the UK craft beer scene. The beauty of Beer52 is that they don't hold you to ransom. There's no lock-in, and you can leave any time. Your first box will be sent to you the next day. As well as the best, most interesting beer money you can buy... Your case will include the award-winning craft beer magazine, Ferments, which explains the theme and individual beers you'll receive, and a snack is thrown in, just to top it all off. Don't like dark beers? Choose the light plan. It's easy. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash stand to get your first eight beers for free. And don't forget, United We Stand customers get an extra two unmissable beers for free. That's wwwbeer B-E-E-R 5-2 Then the numbers 5-2 dot com forward slash stand claim this unmissable deal by the 17th of December to guarantee your pre-Christmas delivery bumped into a group I'll add to I'm in Astana just tell me quickly how you got here uh, went via Manchester to Frankfurt an hour in Frankfurt and then onwards to Astana how long are you here for? till Sunday What's it like here? I've just arrived. Cold. Right. Very, very cold. <laughs> is, is there anything of interest that you've seen yet?
5: Not left the hotel Not yet. Not left the hotel. Fifteen hours. Yeah. Right. So so straight into the hotel. Straight into
0: the hotel. A few pints last night. Bouncers and fire. And which is a beer? beer? To the streets. There, there is. A up. Two quid or five quid. Yeah, are you yeah, doing yeah, the yeah.
5: same trip? Same trip. Yeah.
0: So back on. Sunday. Back what are you on... going to do until Sunday? Experience a bit of culture. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. culture are you aware of in Astana? Uh, Well, there's a lot of dome shaped buildings, (laughs) so I'm going to do a tour of them. And uh, there's a lot of buildings that look exactly the same, so I'm going to see how many of them I can get into as well in a day.
6: (laughs) Challenge myself.
0: Where are you all from? Uh, Sale. Altsingham. Altsingham and why did you come somewhere like this is it to, get off to, the list. The, to see yeah. the young players or to tick off the list yeah. to tick it off the list yeah. also
6: yeah.
5: an easy option to get away from the misses <laughs>
6: United away
5: you always get the tick in the box the point, for United or, away Someone someone's just pointed out you'll never travel further in Europe to watch Man United yeah.
0: I think it's impossible isn't it and that's a team Physically uh, from even uh, further east of here but win the league um, how do you feel about the, the young lads getting a game
3: yeah fair play to him.
0: Yeah. brought Jones on as well oh look at Gomez mate on, on the ball but might be a bit lightweight but I, I like the look of him. And what have you made of this season so far? Dog dirt.
1: Question opinions? mark. <laughs> a can
0: kind of work. Dog dirt. We're not expecting him <laughs> to. No, yeah. He's no, about no, building no, the yeah.
5: foundations. He's yeah. bringing in Oli. He's brought the kids through. He's got rid of the deadwood. He's done everything that we'd have wanted to do 12 months ago. He's Two got to give him ago. his time now. Yeah. Give him a few transfer windows. You're back in yeah. yeah. 100%. Back him in January. Back him in January if you're going to get anywhere near top six. Got to. Got to. Yeah i worry about who we might buy, but he needs. Rather than it's not all youth, he needs to buy. He needs to buy a couple that have proven, experienced, done it. But we'll see.
0: Where are you two lads from? Have you got it? Uh, we're from. I'm from near near Northford in Yeah. Is everyone here from Sale and Altrincham? Yeah. 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 Do you believe me? I've just been writing about Altrincham FC on the flight here because they're playing Portsmouth in the FA Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I spoke to the manager last night. And, uh, yeah, I've been writing about... Um, yeah, it was even sound, actually. Yeah. been writing about Alty in their uh, legendary 70s and 80s FA Cup. Yeah, brilliant. They were brilliant. I mean, oh, yeah, they, brilliant. they went... They went yeah, by standing.
5: Everton. Stand.
0: Tottenham. away. Drew at Tottenham away.
5: Tottenham away. Drew
0: at Tottenham. Yeah. Liverpool away when they were European champions. Proper giant killers. It's Proper. Ground. Oh, it was a it's great a little ground. Good yeah. chippy across the road. Across the road. Yeah, it's yeah. well-known, in it as being a... Very good chippy. He that. A top chippy. Yeah? yeah. Oh, no, they were buzzing off it. They reckon they're going to take a 1,000 now. Yeah, they will, and the, the gate will probably be 15,000, yeah. so they couldn't... Be, yeah, and they're yeah, about the same... Come the, here, yeah. well, what's your trip been? What's, what's that? What's oh, your no. trip been to here? Have you got these lots? Right, oh, your yeah. Frankfurt. Yeah. Right? Just because it's four-hour wait in Frankfurt on
5: my own. Your yeah. 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 wife's not happy, but it's what it is, isn't it? Don't pick my wife's absolutely delighted, if I'm honest.
0: I've been away for 11 days, but I've just got the I've got a work, love. I've got to put food on the table from the first... For the family. Work comes first. Um, what have you made of United this season?
3: Yeah, I'm the same as Nick. Well struck with what all he's doing. He's building the team. This year, we're not going to do not going to do a lot this year. It's about maybe getting the top six. Other than that, yeah, it's great. The players he's bringing in, James, the, the signings have been fantastic. Pretty unanimous
0: support yeah. of, of yeah. Ollie. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. yeah. got to stick at
3: it,
5: back the manager. Think, yeah, no. oh, you've, back. Got, you've got to look at it and say, what what what... What could you do different? I don't think he's doing anything wrong. I think really I think wrong. he's potentially has been he's, a he, he's been a bit naive in one or two of these. Like he shouldn't have started okay. shouldn't have started Jones at Sheffield United. But everyone makes mistakes, he's don't they? He's got he's to use the, up, the
6: squad, but as Man United fans, what we want to watch is we want to watch young lads, which we used to watch him, and exciting football. We don't want to watch tactical football.
0: So the but hotel's fully United fans, United fans United who've the made world, their own world, way, way yeah. here. Um, Pat from Berry, just tell me about the beer situation here in Astana. Not bad,
3: pound of solar pine. Found a little dungeon bar yesterday. Let's say Kazakhstan's answer to Corbier's 70p of pine. What a good jukebox. Not much music, but it was that kind of bar, but a proper little dungeon.
0: How have you got here? Uh, via and how long are you here for? Uh, we're here till Saturday morning, fly home at half four Saturday morning. Right. Why have you come here?
6: Manchester United well,
0: you go got all of them don't you Seeing seen you all around the you to say, you've years. got to
5: come here though you've got to come somewhere like this you've got to take this um, there's
0: a good good turnout of you lads coming. here yeah good crowd good company decent people here yeah proper
3: proper people on this trip
0: just been asking a few of the lads about feelings about Ollie Gunner they were very supportive of him how are you feeling yeah got to keep with him got to stick with him got to give him a, I'd say two more transfer windows and then take it from there yeah. Damien, tell us about your trip so far. Cold. Well, it wasn't cold on cold. the plane, was it? tiring. <laughs> Not a bad place, but when you're walking around the field yeah. at four o'clock in the morning trying to find a bar, that was it's cold. Fun. It's Teddy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're walking around at four a.m. trying to find a bar. Yeah. Has, anyone, has everyone dressed
2: appropriately? Some people
0: just like to come with a jumper or anything like
2: that. think well, go outdoors and have a bit of a good you know, time back home. Everyone has needs to have the appropriate... That's are tired on so yeah but so if yeah. you're out for more than like oh no it's just well, too cold just too cold you've got 15 minutes out now you've got to get really? back in yeah you've got to get back in yeah. Yeah. you were
0: saying before it's like it's like burying February <laughs> 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 what about um, Ollie not your son the manager of Manchester United could you name your son after United's yeah, manager did. didn't you I did yeah does he know that no yeah no does, does... Solskjaer doesn't know does he yeah. no are you backing him? Not your son. Uh, I don't know. What? What do you do? He was a crowd pleaser when they signed him. wasn't uh, wasn't the best man for the job. Lack of experience, but you've got to stick with him. You know, what can you do? It's not it's not the manager's fault at the end of the day. He's not he's not the he's not the person that gives the ball away on the pitch. That's the players, the individuals that are. some players that just aren't good enough for Man United. They need to go. Who? Jones. I'd definitely get rid of Lingard as well. He's not good enough. Get rid of him to somewhere as far away as possible. In my opinion, do exactly what they did with Lee Sharp and Ryan Giggs. Giggs came through, leaps and bounds, and I think Rashford's got the talent, and I think he will come on leaps and bounds once they get rid of the Lingard and get him out of the way. Cheers, mate. With Bob Ballard. not With just give me one minute of your time, please. He's a well-known how should we describe him, boys? He's a well-known figure in the city of Manchester. Oh, no, not me. A character. No. Um, I remember you in Rio no, for the no World boys. Club Championships. Take care. All right, see you right. later on. Keep no, don't do that.
3: this. I don't, don't Come here. Right. No, 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 no. We're doing no. it.
0: What? And um, you, were, you made a habit of wherever you went buying the worst Super... mementos possible oh. for your mum. And that, that made me laugh because you're buying like, that really dreadful just towels and stuff but you, if I'm not wrong you said your mum would like
3: love them and put them on the mantelpiece and... yeah. fruit dryer plastic fruit dryer from Cyprus <laughs> when we played the Israeli team in 2002 yeah what's that lie team lie. called they I,
0: were Haka uh, uh,
3: Maccabi I bought her and my grandson matching military uniforms for the Greek army so they, so they could watch the next game together dressed as Greek soldiers. What? That is genuine. What else have you bought? I want something... I can't even remember these days. But you've you just... around the world just buying tat. Shit. Yeah, it's important though, isn't it? Anyone can buy. And that's all around the world, you can buy Armani, expensive clothes. You can buy Mishimiyaki perfume and all these different things. But you can buy it on, on Dean's Gate. But you can only buy shit in the countries what you're traveling to. Because you only sell shit in them countries. It might be the same shit as you get in real, but it actually has the name of the place you go into. Do you get the general idea? No, I,
0: you yeah. can only buy shit Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, oh, in Rio. Yeah. Um, your mum's uh, sadly passed away.
3: Yeah. Um, I, brought, I, I did bring them home. Uh, it was plates of the big mountain in Brazil that you hang on the wall. Sugarloaf and my in-laws went and hung it on the wall thinking I was serious that I bought it as a genuine (laughs) present walked into the house and they've got this plate with the, is it the loaf mounting on? Sugar loaf on on the wall and And I went, what are you doing with that there and even my missus said, dad mum, that's um, Steve taking the mickey, it's not a real present I said, oh we thought he would be offended so they hung it on the wall as if it was genuine, stop (laughs) That's a general idea of it. You're with me, on that? Do you buy anything like this now? Yeah. For your I'm wife? Gonna buy, I'm going to buy that doll. What doll? The Balabiaki doll. Who for? Go- it's um, a good look doll for children, what we have in Kazakhstan. Someone told me they're really shit, so I'm definitely going to get one today. I've been looking for one all morning.
0: <laughs> Can I ask you what you think of United
3: this season? Terrible. Is Oli the man? Oh, I like Ollie. He scored the winning goal met. for United. He's a sensing a
0: voice against the manager. What? I've got a, a negative voice no, against him. No, I support him.
3: United through thick and thin. I never thought we'd win all these things. What no, we've won, and we've won far more. But they're not backing him. They didn't back Mourinho, believe it or not. Even though I didn't like the way he played. And when Aston Villa are spending 130 million to stay in the Premier League and we're only spending 50 million when you knock off the money of the players we've sold, how are we gonna catch the teams above us if we're spending less than the teams that are hoping to stay up? Do
0: so your issues is more with the owners?
3: I'd like to have an I'd like to have an owner. Who, when we've got more fans than anybody else, approximately or roughly, and we've got more money coming in than anyone else. We shouldn't be in a problem to buy players. We shouldn't, you know. The, I think they just use it. You, they use the money, take it away, don't they? In, in the Gulfstream or the Challenger jet, fly it back to America, spend it on I don't know what. Which areas of the team need strengthening for you? Um, Luke Shaw's position, unless a young lad from Manchester makes it good. But before the season, I didn't think Luke Shaw was a man, even though he's voted Player of the Year by some fans. If they went a rare leave, there's nobody to play alongside. No one to play alongside in midfield, alongside McTominay. So it just leaves Pogba stuck on his own trying to do a job he doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to be a central midfield player, box to box. He just wants to attack, doesn't he? If you play for Barcelona, he'd be attacking. If you play for Real, he'd be playing attack midfield. He doesn't want to defend. It's not his game, is it? It's your first time. All right, mate. you Are right. all right? Nice to see you. you just been Whoa, looking, looking round.
1: Oh, what of this guy bar?
0: How far do you walk to, to be shaking like this? You're being recorded here, by the way. Skybar. How far's the Sky Bar? Half Half a mile. What? And what's, what's that half a mile walk like?
3: But a week. Are you okay, okay then, Andrew? Yeah. Final thing. When we should push in that game. Oh God! I lived in Sale yeah. on Chester Road, you know, four, four you know. bus stops from um, Old Trafford. My dad took me to Old Trafford. Uh, very impressed that my dad kept on shouting come on Charlton because I didn't believe that I could actually go and see Bobby Charlton playing four bus stops from where I was living
0: see you Martin you okay alright right,
4: mate you okay how's your trip in mind well I'll so tell you the truth it's fantastic I'll tell you why you love this one probably I booked on two trips three trips now I started off with booking the trip with Loz and all the nuts with lads alright I should be going at but six o'clock this morning. £12.99 from um, Manchester to uh, Reikhoff, whatever it's called in Poland. Mm. Anyway, that's another story. What on it? Um, I and mean, that was supposed to be a five-hour from there, five-hour Rattler up to Warsaw, on the piss in Warsaw, and then... Um, flight to here. The ten o'clock flight wherever it was to here. But anyway, in the meantime... Um, United come up with that trip, right? So I couldn't do the four days, really. Even though you booked it. Even though I booked it. Paid for it. You paid for it and all that. So it cost me four hundred and thirty quid. But luckily for me, as you, got you do for me. another one. No, no. I got. I, I got myself a United's one-day trip. It's fantastic. For so, free. For free. For free. For free. Oh, but, oh, but not meaning for free. It actually cost me one hundred and fifty quid. Um, well, on top of that, lads, I give the lads 62 quid for the room, you know, for the, for the uh, hotel. Because yeah. it's you know, alright. A lot of people turn around and say to me, I'm m- out of all that, that's them, they six, 62 quid. So mm-hmm. I give them the dough, give them the, the Yeah. I call, I call United's trucks yeah, today, a i tell you what. Ups and year. out, and they're yeah. fantastic. Yeah, mate. The room, fantastic. Are the... Manchester
0: United popular in your country?
7: Yeah, it's one of the biggest clubs. Um, But unfortunately, uh, smaller than other Barcelona, Real Madrid supporters and etc. And right now, we have a lot of plastic fans of main city. But anyway, we have a huge crowd of United supporters. How, How on earth did you know about United We Stand? Oh, I know about it more than five years it's uh, social media. Then, I, uh, during my trips, I met with uh, other United supporters and they provide me information about this. How do you watch games normally? Uh, usually, it's um, streams or bars. Or, uh, we have uh, official uh, Premier League uh, broadcasting in our country. <laughs> So it's official, which is paid, and we can uh, watch even at home for free. How are you getting home? It's for free. No, Uh, how are you going back from here? uh, Ah, we are flying from uh, uh, Astana to Bishkek, direct flight. To where? From Astana to to Bishkek. Bishkek, okay. That's the capital? Yeah. Okay. What's Bishkek like? Oh, it's uh, like typical Soviet city. Like, you can see that Astana, it's not a typical city. It's, it's more like uh, Dubai with snow, artificial. Uh, but typical Soviet cities is the same, like Kiev, uh, Bishkek, Almaty, everything. Just been in Tashkent, so... Tashkent is it's more, it's more orient, and Bishkek it's more like a city located among the mountains. It's, we have a nickname like a Second Swiss. Like, uh, average altitude is uh, above 5,000 metres. Wow. Ivan, hey, um,
6: you're from Kiev. Yeah, I was born in Russia in Sotry, but I moved to Kiev when I was six. So that's, that's where I'm from now, unfortunately. Where did you learn English? Uh, on my own. Yeah? Just through United, yeah.
0: And, uh,
6: yeah. I'll mm. uh, meet you. Yeah, yeah, not too bad, and tell me about the Kiev Reds. Uh, so, yeah, that, um, it was used to be called uh, Ukraine Reds, Reds UA. And uh, in 80s and beginning of 10s, it was a big, big uh, fan club when we were successful. And then all the lads that were in the 50s, 60s, so they didn't know how to progress a fan club. And uh, there was a lot came in from Donetsk when everything started on the, on the East and he just wanted to, he was a big United fan and he wanted to progress this with his thing. and it went downhill but then they got a massive jump so we've got, I think, 150, 200 United fans for the big games now watching in the pub, it's called Bestia which is in honour of George Best with massive George Best paintings on the walls and uh, when you go to the toilet you've got all the... um, on the newspaper pages as a wallpaper on them on the, on the, in the toilet room. So, yeah, we just watched that. and um, we used to share it with Liverpool, National fans, but we basically literally kicked them out of the, the pub because it's called it's just Best. so it makes for United fans. So that's that's what we're doing. Master, come on for that. Master, got master here. So...
0: It's a legendary red, and Messer stood in front of me and he refuses to do any interviews or to go on any United you know, Standpoint. Messer, just tell me quickly about your trip here. Well, right,
1: this
4: is an interview, you. Just tell well, me. Good. Well, I've been here two days already. It's very cold. That's it. And I'm being calm. I've calmed. told Messer all he knows.
0: It's <laughs> Martin McBarnock. I've told Messer all he, he knows. all <laughs> so, about these are legendary United fans here. Eh? I'll tell you, boys, some of these lads have been yeah, no, uh, very, very
6: well known. <laughs> So, um, so last year, yes. well, yeah. last year they, they became, uh, we we became official right. Man United fun club, one of I think five five in the world. So,
0: so yeah. And then United played there when we were in Donetsk. We couldn't, couldn't play
6: there now, could we? No, no. no. Donetsk is bombed Yeah, And the stadium is bombed. Yeah. It's been rebuilt. But yeah, it is where it is. And uh, Donetsk Blue guns. So Shakhtar's playing their games in Kharkiv. Yeah. That's where the and Cup took 93 fans or something like that. We've yeah. got uh, 900 in Kazakhstan. Yeah. So I wonder what United's going to do for us now. Yes. And then um, United played Danny McKeith in Yeah, That's that's my, first, that's, what, that's my first game that I went to United. And I had my um, United cap and United shirt on. But I was in the home end with my mum.
4: Uh,
6: stadium was packed. It was 4-2 I think. And the uh, Ukrainians started speaking English to me. But obviously I was too young to, to know much uh, in English but yeah that was nice and I think that that game both scores got injured in the warm up and after the game we went to the the changing rooms but um, Christian Ronaldo in the main rooms I was scared to come out of the changing room because there were too many Ukrainians and the special forces of the Ukrainians just took us out basically just braved us Um, yeah
0: I remember two things from that trip Uh, seeing a mob of about 400 Dynamo fans walking towards the ground singing and I just hid in a doorway as they all walked past. It was scary. Second thing I remember, I, I liked Kiev. I, I thought it was very interesting city. Another job I did on that trip was to interview a girl who'd come from Chernobyl, and um, she became a model. So she took me out around uh, Kiev after the game, and she was very interesting. And I kept bumping into United fans. <laughs> so obviously, they're seeing me with this model yeah. <laughs> who I'm actually interviewing for journalistic purposes. And she's seeing them, and they're all completely drunk. Guess that one down well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she's like, Your friends are like really drunk and singing lots of songs. And my mates are like, How the fuck are you want, with her? Her friends wants to smash them. <laughs> so I so just was in this mad situation. But uh, it was good. Martin, what are you saying to me, mate? i just like you to come you, you know, over you to... know when, you, when we interviewed you pre-season on this podcast, you, that yeah, yeah. was the most intoxicated anyone has ever been on this podcast. You won the award for it.
4: You're yeah, get a prize. But we we're, were in Houston,
0: weren't we? We have to play the Yeah, Oh, City? yeah, yeah, yeah. With, um, with, with John Paul. And
4: yeah, yeah, others. JP and that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, can I just bring you over to some of my Irish friends? Yeah, yeah you know. come over in a minute, mate. Right. So, come over. Yeah
0: going to go up to watch uh, the game. I'm with a, a lady from Kazakhstan. What's your name and where are you from?
8: My name is Di Nara. I'm from here, from Astana.
0: And you're a journalist?
8: I'm a, I'm a yeah, journalist. We are broadcasting uh, company, the, the channel that broadcasting all the Astana games in the Europa League and
0: What does this, this game uh, mean for Astana, Manchester United, coming here in the Europa League?
8: Um, I mean, um, is the the just two games left until the end of the cycle, so this game doesn't mean for both teams anything i'm in mean, uh, in tournament because uh, uh, Manchester already there we are already not there so uh, but this game were expected by the fans from the draw when when we learned uh, the group the the members that the games the teams that we play against, and uh, everybody were like all the. All the fans over here were waiting for this match to see this team because uh, here in Kazakhstan, the, thir- the number of fans of Manchester is third. Uh, I mean, the group of fans is the biggest on the third place after Real Madrid and Barcelona, so many, many, many United fans. and But some of them were thinking that, uh, were supposing that two games left and here won't come the celebrities of the club, so it happened. Oh. They're very sorry about it, so... How was
0: the reaction after the first game in Manchester when United won one nil? Did people think Stana had played well?
8: Yeah, our team played, I think, well. Very good until 60, 76 minutes. We were uh, tr- trusting, believing to the miracle that it can happen, that we can play draw with Manchester. Even it's not the, the also not that Manchester United that playing uh, Premier League, but it's, the game. I think, from my opinion, the game were quite good.
0: How would you describe uh, Astana to somebody who's listening to this, who's not in Kazakhstan? Maybe somebody in, in Manchester or Dublin or, or London. What you mean
8: our city? Team? City, city? Ah, you my, our city? Our city is very young and very cold. That changed names names twice already. Why? In it, twenty it's changing years. Names? It's uh, somebody's wish. Okay. But not the wish of uh, the citizens. We are not deciding these questions. They decide and just. It's a fact that happens. I don't. I don't know if Manchester will be renamed to the other name. I It'll don't be know. Called
0: like Liverpool next week. Yeah, change his name. It's
8: it's like nobody asking. So, but Astana is a brand. Our teams, especially football team, is a is. I I hope it's known now. I mean, the first one. The first is like if we're playing big teams in Europe, people knows about us. If five years ago, nobody knew what is Astana what is this country, but with sports, I think people can learn something about our city and our country too.
0: You mentioned the cold. What's life like? Do you walk in the streets? Because when I came from the airport today, people were walking. They were getting the buses. Is this as cold as it gets now?
8: Now it's not so cold as it, it, it could be, because we have 6 months winter, and we don't have spring and autumn like normal week as two weeks. After summer and then it becomes snowing and then it becoming uh, very very cold. So in November it's cold and in March it's still winter. In April maybe it's becoming warmer. So what winter do you do is very when well, you go
0: out at night with your friends and you just take a car everywhere. Yeah, it? yeah.
8: But even the cars are don't want to work in this in this uh, freezing weather when it's 45 minus and the cars are just don't want to start. Yeah. So it's a problem and taxi prices are becoming so high but no, nobody's canceling work when it's... maybe last last year last last winter they cancel not canceled, they let people go about 4 p.m. because it was crazy weather crazy wind we, we go go home earlier but everybody doing their everything everyday uh stuff no matter what uh, the weather is now it's not so cold it's minus uh Ten or fifteen. That's cold. Mm-hmm. That's for us. It's like okay. Yeah. Because in January it's gonna be very cold and windy. The, the the worst thing is wind here.
0: That's worse than the cold. So
8: I think today. Um,
2: about,
8: oh, sorry. About the game for our players. Uh, in uh, in our team, never been. Never been uh, very big stars over here. I mean, Kairat... Arshavin and other big names, but here we don't have big names. The players that uh, are coming, no names here and then becoming and then going to another club. So I mean we have players playing in Spain, Spain or Turkey or anywhere. so for them, I think it's a big meaning. I mean, I think for players, the biggest thing we're playing there in Manchester, on that stadium.
0: What do you know about Manchester, the city of Manchester?
8: About city nothing. <laughs> I don't know, I know only the team that yeah. you have, uh, Big, big, biggest team even here, everybody knows about it. But about the city, I know that it's raining all the time. Yeah, twi- 200 days a year. It's not true. It's not true? Not true. <laughs> okay, somebody told me that.
0: No, it's, it's usually sunny, but maybe once a year it rains.
8: Oh, once a year? So
0: that's what you know Manchester for, because it rains.
8: Somebody pretty- told me that. Yeah. It's not true.
0: It's, it is damp, and it does rain a lot, but maybe uh, not as much as people think it rains, but I can't pretend that the weather is oh. the best in Manchester. It gets cold, but not as cold as here. But you don't know about the music from Manchester. Have you yeah. heard of a football team called Manchester City? I heard that
8: yesterday all the bars were full of Manchester fans, yeah. and they asked to put the, the song. Mm. Uh, uh, no, I, I just heard that the people were... The drunk Englishmen were, were, the, the Manchester people were.
0: They're usually gentlemen
8: <laughs>
0: <laughs> But they've uh, They've had a good time And they felt um, The people have been very friendly with them
8: oh, For sure yeah. If they say they are fans of this team I think that's going to be But but uh, People here are not satisfied Because even one star didn't come from Manchester United Because yeah, yeah, uh, they, they, they They learned like disrespect to mm. them mm. To so the people over here that supporting this team over here, and they bought tickets, and for us the price is quite low, quite high. Is it? How yeah. How much? Um, uh, the the big. I mean, I think it's about from from four, five thousand think, to fifty thousand right. tenge or sixty.
0: So from ten pounds upwards, and that's a lot, is it? Yeah.
8: Two hundred pounds, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. is it? Is it?
0: It's ten pounds is the cheapest one. Up to two hundred pounds, mm. so that's a lot of money to watch.
8: For for us, I mean, in comparison with uh, Europe, country European countries, our salaries, it's it's a lot. And even when, when this uh, young player is coming, for a young team of Manchester, is like I don't know, is it really means? But itself, the game is it's, I hope going to be very very interesting worth
0: worse, worse that. Thank you. Peace time. Thank you. Starla 2, Manchester United 1. Just walked to the mix-off. Outside the ground, it is so cold. And with Laurie Whitwell from The Athletic. What did you make of that, Laurie?
1: Um, yeah, some encouraging signs. Uh, I thought Dylan Lever did really well in the centre of midfield. I like the way he sort of carries the ball um, and he always looks forward, looks to try and make that pass between the lines. thought Laird looked really good at right back as well, particularly going forward. You made mean... it two mention, mate. You oh, was hearing oh, my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, well, there we go. Great minds and all that. Um, I think he... we might both be totally wrong. Yeah, absolutely talking shy. But um, I think he... he, he, I mean, people have already mentioned this on on the Athletics Q&A, that um, could he he be a rival for Wan-Bissaka? He obviously started the season really well, started his career really well, but does he have that forward thrust that that Laird obviously brings? So that's an interesting one, I think, to look at. Um, Obviously, disappointed with the result. I mean, 2-1 to lose to Astana... With all the kids' in the debuts, obviously that is the, the sort of the main takeaway. But the result still is important, I think, and I, I don't think you can discount that at all. You know, the way that um, the own goal wasn't great, um, and it was unfortunate for the lad, but he'd done that sort of a bit previously, nearly scored an own goal. So maybe that's something for him to work on. You know, not when he's trying to clear his lines, not falling back on himself. Um, Uh, and obviously but to be fair the goalkeeper makes two really good saves one from Gomez that that save from Greenwood's finish was incredible really and I think that just sort of bodes well well. another sign that Greenwood is is just a really natural finisher Um, What are you doing now? Uh, I'm going so yeah so I am going back to the hotel for a couple of hours I've got my flight at 5.45am via Frankfurt back to London because I've messed up there How long are you going
0: to be back at your hotel for?
1: Just a couple of hours but Are you going to sleep? I do work, I think, yeah. Because uh, yeah. I'm flying at 5.15am and I'm oh, yeah. just going straight to the airport. I think that's probably, it could be a wiser shower, but I've seen the airport and I'm not sure the Wi-Fi all that all that good there. So uh, Plus I couldn't be asked bringing my bag to, um, <laughs> to the stadium with the metal detector on the way in. Probably find some things that weren't, weren't, weren't permissible. So i have got a filler at the weekend. It's a must-win, really, isn't it? I think so. Um, I just think the way uh, the Sheffield United went, the performance for large parts wasn't great obviously stunning seven minute cameo Um, but I just think Villa at home you know if they've got any ambitions of finishing top four which maybe they're distant already but they have to win this game Um, I I think Villa are in a decent moment obviously they beat Newcastle Um, I mean I look at their two Players in McGinn and Grealish, and I think I tell you what, I would not mind them for United. Uh, the way they can take care of the ball, sort of the the um, end product that they're bringing now. So it would be a really tough game, but I agree with you. I think it's a, a one that they've got to win. I think that's obviously why Solskjaer did this, you know, tonight, you know, a, a game without consequence really. Well, you working off the Athletic. Well, peace from here. Uh, and how freezing it is. I was impressed with your uh, t-shirt wearing uh, before the game. Um, I might put a coat on afterwards. Actually. Yeah. Why are you in shorts right now, by the way? Um, Uh, And I've got a little feature on the 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 youth system actually in general, um, which is coming out soon. Um, And then I'm trying to do a little bit on Rashford, a little bit on my Tom and Eggs. I think they've been really good this season so far, so
4: give them their due credit. Thanks, mate. Thanks for coming back.